0: All right, welcome to our edition of the Mexican Soccer Show. You no, know, I haven't said in a long time an hour-long podcast dedicated to all Mexican football like that. We haven't said that in a while. In the intros, so yeah, it has yeah. been a
1: while. It definitely has been a while. I since, love, yeah. I,
0: that's like ingrained in my head for the whatever, however many years in the f- whatever episode we're at. But all right, welcome to our edition. All of you that are watching us on YouTube or also um, Periscope, which I thought was going away, but it's still living in. Twitter land, so Do you remember when we
1: used to Periscope after like games and then like Naive got really good at it and yeah. he was doing the Periscope like Periscope yando whatever like after matches yeah I forgot about that
0: this it feels like Twitter always throws out some kind of option and we are totally for it and we like remember what were those ones where it was like you news and you kind of like, I I you spent a long time and you're part of like building like a little news things and it's like
1: uh talks, yeah. I, mean, I, I did that for a while but yeah anyway we're getting old. That's, that's good. Well,
0: telegrams. well 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 remember all right uh i'll say hi already to alex de la rosa who's first i don't know but, the chat is quiet so we'll be there but all right let's let's jump into it as you can see we have mr cesar hernandez in the back he says he'd all sweat it out because he just went to work out and now we're gonna expose him dang i uh, thought we, we were
1: leaving i thought i was like i thought i was like you know what i'm gonna like I'm like I, I could tell owen i can tell we so that i just finished no. like going on a jog i'm like so if the listeners look look at me like i'm sweating like oh, probably won't say anything but now but i guess now if they see that i'm sweating they'll know they're like oh he's not having a panic attack or something he's just like just finished jogging uh but yes hello me hello, hello, sweaty hello. i'm glad to be talking to all you guys digitally and not in person because i probably smell bad
0: but excited to talk about l3 though there we go l3 mini 3 we have lots to talk about but as you see a new uh, face, not, a, I would say familiar face, because you've seen a lot, a lot, a lot. is there, Owen Diana, who's joining us for the very first time, got put into the to the uh, um, Gold Cup Daily last week, and then, bam, right up to the to the majors here, as we we're saying, rated in the start of 11 here in the Mexican Soccer Show. Adriana is super busy with the with Olympics, um, all the covers that she's doing the there in Mexico, and then uh, Amy had a had a soccer game, so she hopefully good good to her. She's she's uh, she's out there scoring more goals than Henry Martin. So, <laughs> Mr. Owen Diana, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Great to be here. I feel like I'm in the top flight now. Oh! After, after last week, got gotten promotion.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> got in, and the coaches saw you. Like you're going in. Uh, we are already we are already getting some questions, but before we start that. Um, just a little quick. Owen, oh, where'd you come from, man? Like all of a sudden, boom, we see some videos. You're there, Goldeca. You're from Next Nation, and you're all there. So, for those of who don't know, just a quick little intro. And uh, where are you at?
2: So I'm in Boston right now. Um, that's where I've always been based out of. I've I've had a real passion for Mexican soccer the last five or six years. Watch Liga MX religiously, and then the last year, year and a half, have tried to turn it into my profession. So. I'm on Twitter all the time, doing a lot of stuff with FootMex Nation, covering both Liga MX and l Tri.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome! Then we're we'll, we'll definitely getting into the, to how'd you got in. You're, you're you're bilingual also, right? So I mean, uh, yeah, have done some pretty cool uh, interviews already with some some players from uh, was it was well, Santos, right? Yeah, Santos. Right,
2: yeah, Omar Omar Campos and Carlos Acevedo.
0: Super perfect, perfect. All right, all right. They're, Questions are already going in, so we have no time to get to know uh, Owen, but every time you're in, we're going to get a little more. <laughs> get to know you a little more, a little more, but we'll see, we'll see. All of you guys that are watching us, don't worry, we'll start talking about El 3 I know, I know, but we want to welcome Owen here at the Mexican Soccer Show. But all right, three big topics, Liga MX, we have El Tri in the Olympics, Mini Three, and then we also have, obviously, the Gold Cup. So uh, there's not that many of you, and I wanted to see what you guys wanted us to talk about first, but um, the first per- yeah. Let's talk about El 3 Let's talk about the gold cup. So let's just jump right in. Mexico uh, cruising. I'm yeah. Just going to throw it out there, right? Yeah. Like finally cruising through the quarterfinals, beating in Honduras in in one half. Um, you know, after the Guatemala game, where everyone was just kind of like, "Whoa, what happened in that second half?" Water- i mean, not, not Guatemala, El Salvador taking the reins. Mexico looked in trouble then Mexico rested, then Mexico in the first half looked like powerhouse, conquered <laughs> king, like no problems. Funes Mori going, is scoring, and Jonathan Dos Santos coming back with his great smile. And then, you know, Orolin Pineda with a with great header. It looks like everything is going just great. Like Faitelson said back in 2006, Caminando, you know, Con Cocos, I think was, was his thing, was like, it's just easy. But Cesar, yeah, uh, good. I mean, best game that we've seen from Mexico in, gosh, I don't remember. I think it's the best game maybe like last year, I would say.
1: I mean, at the very least, I think we can all agree that it was the best performance we've seen for them in the Gold Cup so far. Right. That first half was easily the best 45 minutes I've seen for them in the Gold Cup so far. And they can make the argument that perhaps even um, in the entirety of 2021 so far as well. I think it is important to remember that going into this game, while Mexico were kind of going on, like going on a high after like doing so well in the group stage. And I know that it was kind of closer against El Salvador, but they didn't allow a single goal during the group stage. I felt like they were kind of building this momentum and Honduras, they had that kind of like tough, uh, like final match of the group stage. And also we got to keep in mind that they had players, staff test positive for COVID. So they were unavailable and they've had so many injuries. So I think it's important to keep that in mind, but nonetheless, I mean, it's not like Mexico chooses what opponents they're going to be facing. So they got the job done. And yeah, I mean, I was very impressed. I was very impressed by Rogelio Funes Mori, by Orbe Pineda, by Ache Ache again, you know, John Dando Santos. It was it was exactly what you've been waiting waiting to see from L3 in the entirety of the Gold Cup, where you not only have a 3-0 scoreline by halftime, but you had a really fluid attack with Orbelin and Rogelio Funesporti and Tecatito in that front line so it was exciting to watch um, yeah I know uh, in the second half it makes sense why Mexico kind of t- took a step back and I know some people were probably feeling a little bored uh, watching that second half but but man that was I mean that was as good as it gets uh, for all three especially in that first 45 minutes
0: Sergio, our friend, uh, founder of PVA, saying everything back to normal. The final is guaranteed. Owen, are you (laughs) so sure we're there? I mean, let's not talk about forward yet, but uh, the things that did well, you know, that you liked, that you, that uh, just like Cesar said, great first half, um, everyone came, but your take on that 3-0 win.
2: I really like Jonathan Dos Santos as part of a midfield that I thought really dominated proceedings. And I think the thing that's encouraging in the – in the big, bigger picture here for Mexico, certainly, in this Gold Cup run, is that even though they did struggle in the last half hour against El Salvador, you could say maybe that was their worst half hour of the tournament, the best 60 minutes of the tournament were the first hour of that game. They really controlled the midfield in that match through Edson and, and Hector Herrera principally. And I think we saw that again against Honduras with Jonathan, who is more of a goal scorer than Eric Gutierrez. He's... In, I was looking up the stats. So, in 55 caps, he has only five goals. All of those goals have come during the Tata Martino regime. So, he's better at getting on the end of things than, than Guti, who has one goal in 26 caps.
0: Jonathan so, has 55 caps. I always feel like I don't remember Jonathan's game outside of like the Gold Cup two years ago. <laughs> right. He's got 55 caps. Wow. I know it's not, I feel like it's
1: not. I don't, I don't want to belittle his like the amount of caps he's got, but I feel like with L3, it's, it's like it's not too tough, especially if you're the caliber of player like John De Del Santos to get something like 50 um, something caps. But, but Owen did make a, a good point there with his finishing. I mean, I mean, if you think about crucial goals that he scored for L3, you think about that one. You think about the one, uh, what was it in the against the United States? Was that the CONCACAF Cup or was that? Was I the think it was actually cup gold final. cup. That was a gold cup. That's right. The last gold
2: cup final. The yeah. We're,
1: yeah, final. Yeah, where he had a crucial goal right there. Or what it says, goal yeah.
0: to Jonathan. But I think nonetheless, <laughs> I think it's I think it says a lot about
1: like how important of a player he still is because I know a lot of fans want to move past him, and obviously no, no, it's because all. of his involvement in MLS. And people think that like you know it'd be more exciting to look more maybe more towards younger options uh in the midfield. But he not only has that ability to score goals, but I think he's such a well-rounded player. Yeah. And I think that when you're looking towards this next game that Mexico is going to have, when you recognize that. Edson Alvarez might not be fully fit, then you realize, well, you know what? Jonah's probably going to have another start here. And you wonder, could he play as a defensive midfielder? Will it be Ace Would it be, could it be Ace and Jonah? Maybe you have someone like Orbelin in a more free roaming role. So I think it not only says a lot about how important Jonathan was in the last game, but he's probably going to get a start in the next game and he's no, going to have to yeah i feel like yeah
0: jonah since he was fit he was match ready he's given those moments oh when you and i were talking about it i'm like jonah's going to go in there right yeah i yeah. think we were both discussing you're like no i think you're going to continue to be Edic, but that's jonah has been tata's man like since the gold cup yes. it feels like if he won the gold cup two years ago i feel like Tata is the wants to replicate it Wh- whoever did well and it's something that you know bringing in um, Pizarro, right? It's like he really wants that 2019 winning gold cup team yeah. to work well. Well, yeah, there's lots of injuries there that obviously we don't have anymore, but uh, but yeah, no, it's I I, I like Jonah. He, 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 you know, he, he, he's scoring his goals and very important goals, and he's doing what his role. I don't think I've said Jonah has had a bad game when he wasn't a 100%.
1: Yeah, I think so, it brings a lot of energy too. I think, uh, like, I'm sure if you looked at some sort of heat map, he'd probably be all over the place because he has an immense amount of energy and he can cover a lot of ground, not only intact, but also defensively, too. So, yeah. We rest
0: Edson, Sergio said, Do we rest Edson and play with you with JDS? I, th-
1: I think, yeah. It, 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 you kind of do you. I think what you do is you kind of have Ace Ace. I would probably have Ace Ace as more as a defensive midfielder, Jonah as like a little. Like box to box guy. And then you would, and then I, I think the question there is do you have Guti as a more attack minded uh, midfielder? Or maybe you have Orbelin come in and then you start Tecatito and uh, Efrain uh, on the wing. So I, I, I'm not entirely sure, but I think I would probably have Ache as a defensive midfielder and Jonah as like more of a, I guess you can, yeah, just kind of like a box to box midfielder, kind of like shutting in between those defensive and attacking
2: responsibilities. I think that would be the most logical choice. And I think in, I mean, first of all, I think if Edson's healthy or even at let's say eighty ninety yeah. percent, I think he has to start. Right? Oh yeah, right. oh yeah, oh yeah. But if if he's unable to go and you move Ace Ace back into the sixth position, I think that would almost be a shame in a way, because one of the things I've I've really liked about Herrera in these last few games is his he's taking on a lot of responsibility going mm-hmm. forward. You're seeing him getting into the box. He has the two hockey assists against Honduras. Really three because on the on the Gianna dos Santos goal, his header across the box gets cleared, yeah. and then dos Santos with the volley, he assisted both against Guatemala and El Salvador. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Created a lot going forward against Trinidad and Tobago. I mean, in a way, he's been almost playing as a number ten. Like he's been he's been really yeah. shuttling, but he's been doing a lot of good work in attacking areas. And he did score two goals against Nigeria too in the in the pre Gold Cup friendly. So what he's been doing going forward has been just as important as his general control of the midfield, spraying the ball around. So it would kind of be a shame if that new aspect, I guess, that we're seeing to his game got lost a little bit. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think Herrera has been, if there's anybody that's like, you know, the man of the match in almost every game is Herrera. And just his leadership, uh, I think we talked about this, just how much he's taken the team to his back and how much he has been like, all right, even when – we're seeing them live, and you might not see this. He's yelling at everybody. I'm I, at the game. I got to be close to the field um, during uh, the game against El Salvador, and he was he, he was yelling at everybody when when, it, when things weren't happening, right, in that, in that last 40 minutes. He was all over the place. And I think that leadership is finally there. And you're seeing it with him when we're scoring, Herrera's there when something's not going right. I mean, he had to foul a Salvador player to be like, calm everybody down. Um, he's playing full matches. Uh, so I think Herrera going forward is 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 the captain that we've been wanting. A lot of people have been like, okay, who's stepping up? I think um, – and if he doesn't get the captain, I think Moreno got the captain. I'm, I'm just bad. Yeah, the I, think it's,
1: I think it's between them two right now for, it, it for the captain's armband, yeah. yeah.
2: So I was – because I was interested in that as well. So one square went down. Herrera had the captain's armband against Nigeria the first two group games. Moreno comes back, has it against El Salvador, but yeah. then Herrera had it again on saturday did so we'll see what I yeah and i,
1: and I think yeah. if i think if ocho was in the mix he would probably uh like potentially have like a, like a captain's arban at some point too but i think I it's between you yeah. like,
0: you don't
1: think he's a leader why
0: not oh i don't think so i think he's always very 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 soft spoken i don't think he's that that leader and i think that's what cost him many starts in like their coaching like he just doesn't go out there have you seen a red like Ochoa ever like go out there and like i don't know
1: I guess with Atletico, though, I mean, sometimes people forget that. Just like, I mean, obviously, it's not just him playing with you know La Liga champions, but like he was captaining Porto. You know, I know Porto isn't at the same level as like an Atleti, wow. but like, but like with Porto, like he was doing that like at a pretty high Champions League level, and yep. I think people forget that about him. Like he was captaining uh, that side. So if he's able to do that with Porto, then. And in Champions League soccer, then I mean, why not with L three? You know, and like especially when you have been seeing him like I don't know, like yelling at other players and giving orders, and especially since I don't know, he you can almost say that in this role he has, he's like a conductor of like sorts in that in that yeah. midfield.
0: <clears throat> really, really like what Hidipatich H- H- is doing. We we'll continue to talk. Uh, we'll continue. I know there's a lot of questions on the chat. Um, we'll we'll, we'll have some ch- chance chance uh, a chance for uh at the end of the show. Just so keep your questions. Um, and we will answer them because there's some of them. Any questions I,
1: about Odelline's dance? Nothing about that. How that? How, how solid no that questions. dance was?
0: Nobody has questions for this. That was awesome. <laughs> <It's not> like, <laughs> no it, that. Edson, who's like, hey, high five. High <laughs> he was like, high like high he was, 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 was like, kind of awkward.
1: He's yeah. like. Uh
0: what hey, you got it? It. okay, okay, all right. Hey, later. I gotta go do yeah. what I do. And he's all
1: dancing Because it, it was like a full on like TikTok like video length yeah. dance. It's like, all right, can I like
0: <laughs> give me a high five or something? All right, cool. <laughs> um, you know, I can we can kind of go into it. Sergio's asking, is the defense surprise the, the tournament uh, the term tournament is it, a, a, is it sucks with but not tested? And then somebody else also asked, Is how are we liking Salcedo? And I'll let you guys kinda um kind of answer that well seven games with a clean sheet that does happy it hasn't happened before never in the history of gold cup have they've gone uh the full first stage of the gold cup without any goals the only time that happened back in the day when it was only three teams in, in the group stages so already making some history there but i i kept going i my prediction i'm like i don't see anybody scoring and i'll continue to say really okay. even semi-final and we'll see who's in the final but uh, we'll talk about Canada coming up, but I still see Mexico with a very strong defense. Sure, make some uh, mistakes there. I just don't see anybody with the quality to actually score a goal against Mexico. But, uh, I, don't, I have my has, doubts. I guess it, Salcedo? Someone say, oh, wait, I'm saying Salcedo is the for leaving Germany, but okay. I have
1: my doubts. I don't know. I think I think Talavera has quietly had a really good tournament, and he's saved Mexico like a handful of times and I'm saying that as someone who's recognized that he's been just chilling in the back line and basically has the best seat in the house for all these Mexico games but he's definitely had at <laughs> least a few like pretty crucial saves I'm a little surprised that Mexico didn't allow a goal uh against El Salvador and I think that when you look at some of these teams they've gone up against uh especially Trinidad out Tobago especially uh Guatemala like they were incredibly defensive actually I think I was looking at some of like the like the XG numbers for I think it was a Trinidad and Tobago game and like Trinidad and Tobago they literally finished was a zero. It like, was. was. there actually, it it was just, yeah.
2: And yeah. it was just zero.
1: I, I, I'm not saying
0: I'm not saying that that Mexico is that good. I'm just saying that there isn't anybody and if anyone was, was going to be El Salvador, but they didn't. Like I, know, I was, like I, I predicted yeah. like a two-one, like or a three-one against El Salvador. But um. I'm like I saw El Salvador how they did, but. When I saw Honduras, I'm like, Honduras is not gonna score. No way, just because of how poorly they've been playing. Yeah. And then now we're seeing Canada without um, Cavallini.
1: Yeah, there's Cavallini. a ch- there's a chance, but oh, man, I'm not like overlooking like Daryl Deacon the U.S. I'm not overlooking what Qatar like. No, I've no, no. no. I'm, I'm saying yeah.
0: right now, like <sighs> I, I don't know what can happen, right? And then and even if and we talk about the future, even if it's the U.S., I don't see a goal either. Like I'm just I think probably <sighs> I, I, I think Qatar will be hard. Oh, but anyways, all right. I know you're going to say something. Owen, about this defense.
2: Well, I just think, I mean, you have to look at the teams they've played. I think, yeah, definitely, the defense is definitely good enough to win this gold cup. Going without conceding, I don't know. We'll see, but the last I said
0: until, I said until the semifinal. I don't know yet.
2: Right. So the last, the last, the last time they conceded was in the Nations League final, right? Yep. That game there were a ton of defensive problems.
0: When was most- the last time they threw a actual goal? Was Nations League final? Was it yes. that? But not not an actual play. Was it? Was it a? Was it a, a free kick? Right. It
2: was a corner, but that yeah. that's almost more
0: concerning. Before right? that, when was the last time Mexico? Oh, can't I, don't no, I don't no, know. I don't know. You like, can't yeah.
2: throw those. You can't throw those, especially because it Ooh. happened no. twice. <laughs> <a year. laughs> well, hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Because uh, it happened I twice remember. in that game, and then specifically, so the second goal, right, when they equalized shortly after line is – Gives Mexico the lead. Chaka Rodriguez has a complete lack of concentration, and then shanks the ball out to give away the corner. Right? It should have been a yeah. ball that Mexico yeah. has control like, of possession. Yeah, it it just, sense, right. Yeah. I mean, it's a. And then Gallardo on that corner doesn't mark McKenny at all. Right. So yeah. I think, and and that's that's another No, of i yeah, saying yeah, yeah. right. that score. Okay. Like you can, you can talk teams. about maybe that one play, but I think the. Both fullbacks, Chaka and Gallardo are, if not the two, they're two of like the three or four players with the most minutes under Martino. I think both of those positions are weak links. Yeah. I think they could get mm-hmm. found out in. You're trying to make the Quinto Partido. I think you could get found out. We're talking about
0: the Gold Cup. Like, I, I'm, and I'm then, saying, okay. I'm I'm now, focusing on, the gold,
2: focusing on the Gold Cup, you have the shutouts, but I think something that's interesting, and, and someone was writing in with a question about Salcedo. Martino's switching up Salcedo and Arajo. Moreno's coming back. There's it doesn't seem like even within this gold cup he has a settled defense. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, it's 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 yeah, I think that's the issue too. Cause like even me, like I don't know what I prefer. I don't know if I prefer Moreno araujo I don't prefer Moreno Salcedo. I don't know if I prefer Arajo Salcedo because I, I don't know. I feel like there's some inconsistency with Salcedo. Yeah. araujo I'm still not I maybe if, if I had to pick a favorite from those three, I would probably choose Araujo. And with Moreno, I think he brings a lot of experience. I think he brings a lot of physicality. I actually think something that's a little overlooked by him is actually I think he's kind of a a threat off set pieces. Um, and he can and because of his height and size, and I think he can actually I don't know like a, like eventually score a goal in the near future for Mexico off a corner or off a set piece. But he just doesn't have the same speed he used to have. And I don't I feel like it's 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 getting obvious that off counters like there are a lot of teams. I'm not going to say teams that they've already played, but like going forward and in World Cup qualifying, that are are going to be able to like speed past, and they're, they're going to be able to like run past it because he just doesn't have that same speed. And and yeah, and I also I also worry about the fullbacks too because I mean we've seen I don't know I, I guess at the very least with Shaka I feel like he's done a decent job in the last couple games, but I, I I'm not fully confident uh, with him nonetheless. And Gallardo, I don't know. I think it, it, it's becoming increasingly obvious that someone like an Arteaga, if he was a, a part of this team, would potentially be a starter over him. So what I have I here? have my doubt. What I have I have Gold I have Cup
0: my... people. Gold Cup. Yeah. World Cup would be completely different. I'm That's just true. saying
1: we did technically make the Quinto Partido the Gold Cup. Are we celebrating? Is that what like... <laughs> <Yeah, it's like, laughs> we're <already> like for the World cup.
0: <laughs> by the way, Amy's saying that Owen's doing great because Thank you, Amy. She's like, you're doing great. Um. All right. All right. I, I. let's step back. I didn't. I'm surprised that we haven't gotten a goal because I thought El Salvador was going to score. I didn't think Trinidad. I didn't think Guatemala. I'm just saying the opposition that we're playing. I don't see anyone unless it's some kind of a horrible mistake that can score. I don't see them getting scored against Canada either. That's why I'm like, hmm. And then who's who knows? Who knows in the in the final? Sure. But um. But yeah, uh, I love this this comment right here. Chaka on defense is <laughs> sleeping, I yeah. can down the wing is you know a tiger. Uh yeah, Chaka people love to hate on Chaka, like that's just and uh I th- but I think it's just yeah because you know, he, he talks he, about his his esque type of goal that he did against El Salvador, but, <laughs> you know that deflection is, is that, <laughs> is that you Exactly like what Chuki did on the other side. Yeah, I think I think it's boom scores in there. The issue
1: with Shock is just that, like, and why we all feel so frustrated is that obviously there's something special about him if he's gotten so many minutes with theitas. If it's not if he's and the fact that he's not only gotten a lot of minutes with Tata, but also he's gotten a lot of minutes with, with 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 Osorio as well. Obviously, there's something there that the managers really like about him, and I think that what's tough is that we've seen a lot of like. Options with potential. You're like, ooh, Mosso could potentially. Ooh, maybe Loroña could potentially get more money. Where like Jorge Sanchez maybe could like, could surpass him. And I feel like I've talked about this now for like, I don't know at least like a couple of years now where like out where we're all hoping be like, okay, eventually one of those guys is gonna surpass him. No. And I'm still not entirely sure if no... one of them has 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 really really surpassed him just yet. And it's I think it's a little frustrating.
0: <laughs> well, that that tr- ever try Corona right back? No, 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 no. Maybe a wing back, maybe yeah, more so yeah, a wing I'm back. About right back. I, think, uh, I think we need that. But uh we'll see, we'll see. Uh, all right, let's talk about the tournament and then we'll go to talk about El Trik, uh Mini 3 at the Olympics. But uh Canada. Canada with their captain missing, they're not gonna be there because of cards. Cavalina not gonna be there. I mean, I again I don't necessarily see Canada if what I saw Canada with a bad Costa Rica, right? Um not necessarily, you know, dominating and I, I i don't see it. i think we're i think we're in the final i think this is going to be the easiest semifinal that we've played in the gold cup in a very long time
1: uh, i don't know i think i, I, I think it's yeah the uh, canada obviously aren't their best obviously they didn't have some of their best going into the tournament yep. too like it's easy to i mean think of like an alfonso davies like that uh, who was uh, not available and yeah having their having their captain missing is definitely going to hurt them uh, in defense and then having not and having Cavalini be unavailable is also going to hurt them too. That said, I don't know, like their, their midfield's still decent. I still think Mexico, obviously the favorites here, I think I say eight times out of 10 Mexico gets a win here, but I mean, you saw what Mark Anthony K can do in that midfield. You saw what Eustachio can do. And actually I was really, really impressed with Eustachio who I, think he used to play for cruces soul he did. i think i want to say like two
2: or three he was there for like he's there was for short... he was there in 2019 yeah i i had done some research on that he has like yeah. a really, really kind of unfortunate story for him um yeah but i guess just to pick that also jonathan david too i mean they're missing yeah. before the tournament they're missing their two best players yep. one, three, three. david leal yeah. didn't even allow him to to go to the tournament um and then they're going to be either missing Cavalini, and then they're missing their captain, as you said, um, through yellow cards. I think there are still some dangerous players in there for sure. Buchanan on the yeah. wing, I think, is a player who's who's been rumored to go to Europe. I think we'll be going to Europe at some point, if not this summer, potentially in January from MLS. Um, they, have some, they have some good players for sure. I think Ustakio, I was looking, so he came – um, before the Klausura 2019 to Cruz Azul when Caixinha was there. On his debut, he was going to get red carded, gets called off for VAR like 20 minutes later, tears his ACL. Then by the time he comes back, Caixinha isn't the coach anymore. He doesn't really get a look in, and he gets sold. Yeah. So he'll yeah. have some – I mean, he has some experience in Mexico maybe looking for a little bit of revenge there. And he scored – so he's, he's got three goals and an assist – in his three appearances at this tournament, a goal and an assist against Costa Rica. So I think he's definitely one to look out for there. In that
1: yeah, I, I think he's going he's, he's, to he's gonna, some, he's gonna, he's gonna make things, uh, he's going to make things like a little challenging for Mexico in the midfield. I still think Mexico's going to win. I still think Mexico's going to win. I,
0: I think, I, gonna I, gonna I think win. their defense think... is really bad. The, uh, <laughs> the defense is really bad. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to we'll go for extra time because they don't have their captain. They don't have the, the best forward. They're going to stay back. Mexico's going to continue to play, which is what's been happening this tournament. I'm thinking two, two zero. Funes Mori, you know the threat that now he is, and now there's a target in his back. So uh, that's what I'm thinking. I, I think we're gonna continue to, to, uh, to do well, and then then the final. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if we yeah. far. We get the U.S.
1: Yeah, and yeah. like yeah, like I think yeah, like it's eight times out of ten, I think Mexico wins this. Nine Especially gets this. nine and a
0: half out of, nine
1: and a half out of ten. Nine point seven five, nine point nine nine nine. Uh, no, I I think I think Canada's gonna like they're they're gonna be a little surprisingly difficult. And also, I feel like now it was almost as if like this is like another sign of Canada saying like you know what it used to be kind of Mexico, United States. And then Costa Rica is a big three in CONCACAF, and I think this is another step for Canada saying, you know what, it, it's actually Mexico, United States, Canada for the top three in the in the CONCACAF region. So I think, think so. this is, I hey, think this is another step in the right
0: direction. But I think everybody's but, like, yeah. I love Canada. I wish they were there, but I don't even think they're going to go to the World Cup. Everyone keeps saying it.
1: I'm telling I think our,
0: you, I think Canada going into Central America or, or Mexico or the US is not going to get a point. I mean, I don't like, know. We'll, I don't, see, we'll see.
1: We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, but I think I think like you said, we I mean, just like is Mori. He's he's looking like he's like I don't know. It's, it's really really clicking in that front line. I feel like some of us need to be a little bit patient with him too to kind of like adjust to this new team, this new setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's he's done well. I've been really impressed with him. I still, I I I'm, maybe it's because I have such high expectations of him, but I want the Catito just to step up a little bit more. I think there's just I don't know. I I think I have like such high like ambitions and hopes for him and want like him to I go have- first. Yeah.
0: That's Tecatito always, though. This guy yeah, so- is gonna give you one game that's gonna be amazing. In he's gonna give you a good twenty minutes and then do his job. He's a big threat. I mean, look at what he did in the in you know the US game, bam, first game, like right, first yeah. goal, first minute, right? Like the brilliance of Tecatito is is just enough to get you a huge threat. And uh but I don't think he's ever gonna have Maybe once in a while. I think well, with the goal, with the Copa America against Venezuela, he had a golazo. I think
1: he's due for a big performance, though. Yeah, and I is. wonder if it's going to be this. I wonder if it's going to be this game or if I wonder if it's going to be the final. And then, yeah, and obviously, Orbelin, I mean, just, I mean, was was incredible. In the last, I mean, he was, Orbelin uh, it, look, it looked like he was just having, like, genuinely was having, like, a like, blast out there. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> like, I mean. it is, like. <laughs> Orbelin is doing what he's really good at. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we've known this about Orbelin, and now he's finally stepping up. But again, it's the opposition. Like, that's, that's. I'm telling you, I think El Salvador was the were the hardest half so we we're gonna have in this Gold Cup and we'll see. Um on the other side of the US squeezing by Jamaica. Um, you know, then they're then now they play against Qatar. Qatar is looking really good. You know, Qatar <laughs> somebody I think I think was it, Sergio that I, I read. He's like might even win the tournament. That'd be hilarious. I think I want I want that Qatar I want that Qatar Mexico final. I think it'd be great to see that. Um, U.S. just for play? the rivalry because, eh, but it'd be it'd be kind of fun to have to have that. I also said that U.S. wasn't going to make it to the final, so
2: <laughs> start the Qatar Mexico rivalry. Yes, <laughs> like, <laughs> the
0: Olympics, yeah,
2: classic. It was, it's a classic.
0: It was, are we still sleeping on Canada? No, I'm telling you, I'm telling. You. I was fine. Uh, all right, so what are your predictions? Canada, Mexico. It's gonna be
1: it's gonna be close. I think Mexico, this could be the, uh, the the first game that Mexico allows a goal, uh,
2: and it's gonna be two to one. Okay, two 0 for Mexico. Yeah, see, I think a little good. bit more comfortable I'm than two
0: than zero. 0 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go at two zero because I don't think, like, I, I'm. It's. I'm telling you, I saw that defense against Costa Rica, and I've been watching the Canada games. I don't think they're that good. I can't
1: believe I'm gonna root for Canada to score on us. This is weird, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just as long as it's going to. All
0: right. I'm saying three-one Mexico. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. Let's um. Yes, Gold Cup game on Thursday in Houston, and then game on. Well, if they keep going, which I think they will, the final. I'm telling you, book your tickets already. Go if you're gonna go. To Vegas. <laughs> like
1: 300 people sending you DMs. We used to be like, hey man, can you give me a refund or yeah. something? You said yeah, there well.
2: would be there. <laughs> I was seeing that it's it's sold out already. Imagine That's if it's guitar, yeah. Qatar and Canada in the final. It's, it's already sold out. I, that would be kind of funny. The, it, well, it's, yeah. it's,
0: <laughs> look, you already bought your ticket. You're 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 probably already bought your plane ticket you're gonna go to the game it's vegas anyway it's like. it's a,
1: it's, a, it's at the new stadium and you don't have I to like,
0: go yeah even yeah. if i go in mexico you know the, it's it's
1: a new stadium like it's exactly. next and, it, and it's next to the actual like vegas strip as opposed yes, to where right the across. league's cup final was and you're like yeah vegas, you're like, yeah, vegas. you're like wait where's
0: the stadium how yeah. many minutes how many miles away that was how crazy. far do i have to drive that was that was crazy all right we'll see we'll see give us your predictions and i'll put it all here on the you know it's like we'll do it again i'm gonna go same 3-1 mexico we'll see Let's see, we'll see. All right, let's switch our gears to El Trio Olimpico, who were all riding on the great high of beating France. Ginak versus Mexico, 4-1, Cordoba. Uh, you got Linus, you know, it's it, it, everyone was doing great. A perfect, perfect start to the Olympics. By the way, Alex is saying 2-0. Um, and then came the host, Japan, running on like all cylinders times two times a hundred, totally, totally surprising Mexico, Mexico, you know, in the very first 10 minutes scoring two goals. And then it was just kind of like, what does Mexico do? After a red card, we got a goal um, of a set piece, but uh, all right, it's crunch time. The, the difference is between starting out really great and getting that end, but we do have some goals, so I'll start with you, uh, Owen. First of all, what does Mexico need to do to advance?
2: I think they need to be a little bit more aggressive, try to control the match a little bit better than they did against Japan. I think yeah. oh, the, yeah, real, nope. the real issue against Japan was that they tried. they ended up playing the game the way Japan wanted to be played which was a lot more transit quick transitions. Um, They let Japan's speedy skillful attack, get at them Um, less possession or less control. Certainly in the midfield than they had against France. I think they need to get on the ball as much as possible, try to dominate possession and territory um, and try to limit the attacks that South Africa could have. I think if you look at it, I don't think Japan was a favorable matchup, certainly in a defensive sense for Mexico. I think, Even though Gignac, you have this this big name and Tavon now. Tavon looked out of form. Gignac is not certainly not as mobile as what Japan had up front. Right? Japan was an extremely mobile front line, extremely quick, looking to get in behind a lot more than France were. Um, I don't think that played into Mexico's hands, Um, and they need to they need to counteract that with more control in this next match.
0: Answering Alex says, Who do you think is increasing, decreasing their market value at the Olympics? Sessa, what
1: well, actually? I was gonna ask you guys because uh, I've only watched the highlights from the Olympics <laughs> okay. so far.
0: Because someone's not staying up. I mean,
1: <sighs> man, <it> just <laughs> this, this like ridiculous like work life balance. I'm like, it's like it's like 1 a.m. Like, do I do I stay up? <laughs> do I like, but like, uh-huh. I mean, but from but from an outsider perspective, I mean, tell me tell me if I'm wrong, but like, obviously, from that first game, uh, it seems like uh, Alexis has definitely. Like, uh, continued. I mean, because, like, from what I was reading, from what I was seeing, like, people were really, really hyped at what Alexis Vega has been doing, and also, uh, Cordova. But I didn't, obviously, didn't have a chance to watch either of the games. So, obviously,
2: with the Two second games. match, it's yeah, just...
0: second match, I feel like nobody, nobody, I did think, that. right? Yeah. I think the
2: only, the only one who's kind of carried credit through both would be Vega. Um, Vega. also, yeah. Kubo yeah. Takafusa Kubo, the Japanese star, had some really kind words for he was speaking print. I think he was questioned about Linus, but then he ended up saying, something to the effect of you can tell that Vega has a lot of quality, a lot of talent Um, just from having, you know, playing against him once. Um, He should be in Europe or, you know, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. to see him in Europe soon. I think Vega's the one who, you know, of the stars from the first match, which were numerous, right, was the one who c- still came out with some credit in the second match. Linus is already in Europe. Again, he wasn't, you know, wasn't as effective. No one was as effective in the second match, but Linus, I don't think, you know, well, he didn't yeah. lose his stock. I think the ones who fell—I mean, the ones who were sad to see Vasquez with the red card—he was great against Gignac um, in the first match. Um, Cordova was also really good in the first match um, with some decisive contributions in attack. Was losing the ball a lot. Cordova um, looked bad, just losing that's a so lot so- of possession, making bad decisions. Um, that's interesting because I feel
1: like that's something that like America fans have been like really bothered with him for. Just like. Is that he has this potential, he has these abilities, but you don't see it game in and game out. And that's interesting that he had a fair, it seems like he had a very good first game, but then the second game, he just lost the ball a lot. Cause I see, I feel like that's something that's actually, yeah, like I feel like that's, that's one of the things he needs to work on. But that's good to hear about Vega though, cause mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it seems like he's just an entirely different player when he's not wearing a, a Chivas jersey. I mean, obviously, he's still a very good player for Chivas, but I, I think, I think what really helps Vega too is that like it's, it's like I'm still not entirely sure what his best role is and you kind of see it like kind of like changing like as he's developed like when he first like started his career you're like oh he's kind of like a second striker almost like a 10 but maybe he's actually just a true striker but then you've seen him like going out to like the wing a little bit too and obviously he's like crafty with the ball and has some speed and pace so i'm I'm glad to hear that like he's had a good uh olympic tournament so far because you watch him and you you think that just like geez, this guy seems like he has the ability of just like someone who's like a few years like older and you look like you you look at him and you think that he
2: should be playing uh, European soccer so that's good to hear about Vega.
0: Yeah, Vegas, I think his
2: best position right now to you know that kind of question is is on the wing right now on the left I mean what you know he hasn't been as good with Chivas certainly as he's looked in, in these two matches but I think even the last few matches with Chivas the back end of last season he was decisive for them qualifying for the league mm-hmm. for the, mm-hmm. the Repichai off the left right and he was he was their best player um and he's he's carried that through i think you know he's got he's got a goal or two in him certainly even from the wing which i think is always important yeah
0: vega for me yeah so far just because of the he he, did, he had a good game but there's not much that he can do um it was just the quickness their surprise too, when you're you're down two goals you know and and montes again um just kind of bad decisions in the, in the way he did uh at the very beginning you're down by two they japan didn't score anymore japan at 30 i mean their their whole game plan was speed 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 go in go in scored 25th minute 30 minute they they stayed back mexico tried it, but they were you know and then what happened mexico ended up scoring so i would think like if japan versus mexico start one more time like i think mexico's like okay now we know what to do yeah. but yeah, that's what happens in hindsight but, right? but... was completely surprised by by japan and then those two goals went in and it just i am glad even after the red card i didn't think japan was uh was gonna get another goal it was just like can mexico go through they were gonna get a 2-1 and that 2-1 was very very important that one goal yeah. is very important when it comes to so i mean it wasn't a disaster because that one goal and uh yes yeah, so what are you about to say
1: no, I was I just what you said right there. It seems like getting that one goal was like pretty significant when you're looking at the at the group standings and that gives Mexico a little bit more of an edge to potentially make it to the to the next round. Obviously, you know, they they still got to get that result against South Africa or hope that, you know, France slip up, but it is looking favorable for them uh going through. Uh as to how favorable it is that I'll wake up at 4 4:30 in the morning <laughs> on Wednesday, I'm not entirely sure. That's still up in the air because I apparently I'm getting old. I'm an old man and can't do that anymore but we'll have to wait and see.
0: Henry Martin. I forgot about that discussion. Everyone was tearing at me and when I put my Henry Martin. A lot of people hate on Henry Martin, right? Because Has he really been bad? Because sometimes I feel like
1: with, and you guys tell me, because I feel like with Henry Martin, it's almost like, uh, it's like when watching like Caraglio over in Liga Mekis, like he sometimes he does such a good job of being like a target man, like getting the ball, like being physical, like connecting like with the front line and like kind of like being a little bit of distributor and like in the final third and like occasionally scoring. But is, is that what we're seeing? Or is he really actually like no, struggling? Is he well, actually like really, really struggling?
0: People want him to score. I get it. He's a nine. He has to score when we don't have possession. He's not going to score. Like yeah, yeah. in Japan, if you watch the game, there was no creativity within Mexico to try to get the ball. And when Vega finally did, he's Henry Martin is just, you know, there's four people around him. If you look back, actually look back at that very first shot, Henry Martin gets pulled down. That was a penalty kick. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I was really surprised he actually got the he got the ball and he turned around and it was a quick shot. Um and but everybody wants him to score. Everybody's saying that he's trash and why is he there? Uh, I tweeted out in the first half, Henry is doing exactly what he needs to do is hold the ball and pass it back to Vega, pass it back to Cordova, pass it back to Linus, because it, they're just crowding that that box. So, and the second half was a totally different story. You know, yeah, they, they could have done a little bit more, but we'll see, we'll see. Uh, I think, you know, who else do we have as an overage player to give us a nine? You know, it's not like we can bring somebody in, but
1: people would probably say like old menu, but that's that's not happening anymore yeah, and also right I, I think understand. i also i also think that like yeah I'll, i'm not entirely sure of that that's a different conversation uh, about about his abilities i don't know if he's would would have honestly been the best player for L3 i think people just saw him scoring a lot of goals and a lot of them actually from the penalty spot um we were kind of excited about him playing for L3 but i don't know yeah that's i think that's a different conversation maybe you could have said like I know you look at some of the younger options. I know that they. there's well, he's an
0: overage player, though. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah. Just, usually, you know, where we maybe, so,
1: maybe, maybe someone in the galaxy or something, some sort right of I I mean, like, all-time I leading will, goal scorer of all time.
0: He'll continue to start. Henry Martial will continue to start. He, will. He, he will. he yeah. even, in, even in the first game, like, you should see how much he pulls, like, defenders. And they are over him. Yeah. So, especially young defenders. Um, I've never really been a fan of Henry Martin, but I'm seeing what he's doing. And I think people don't give him enough credit, but he needs to score goals. So yeah, I get it. I've been tagged on like, Henry's not starting, I mean, Henry's (laughs) not scoring any goals, but we will see, uh, Mexico versus South Africa. Uh, they need a win. If they win, they're in, if they lose, I think they can still go through. Um, because yeah. Oh, and you did the math.
2: So they're in second place in the group right now. They have a superior goal difference to France. And they're tied on goals for, which is the second tiebreaker. So if France loses to Japan, supposing South Africa doesn't win by South Africa still has a chance, but they need to beat Mexico by more than by two or more goals. Right? So say Mexico loses, even, even loses by one goal to South Africa and France loses to Japan, Mexico are still through. Um, And a draw, a draw for both Mexico and France would put Mexico through with, um, by virtue of the better goal difference as well. I, I think, think the most ties.
1: important thing is that like they're like they're I don't know their
2: destiny's in their hands to so, like just win the game. Talk
0: so if
2: Mexico ties, suppose if Mexico ties, they're vulnerable. A France win would put Mexico out, but if France either tie or lose to Japan, Mexico would go through in in the I event of a draw. I think France fight.
0: and Japan tie. That's what I think happens, and then uh, I think Mexico and South Africa tie or win. Like, I'm not 100% sure they recovered from from that game. But if they both tie, we're all Well, If they
1: both tie, then Mexico would go through. Because yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, because then it would just would stay the same. And just, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. Questions on the chat. Where are you guys at? Now you can ask your questions. Let's see. Let's see. Is there anyone from the Mexico team that can help? Oh, here is a question. Is there anyone from Mexican Olympic team that can help the Mexican team in qualifying for the World Cup? Yes, a lot.
1: Yeah, dude, 100%. Uh, sure. <laughs> Many. Oh,
0: really quick. Gold Cup team versus Olympic team. Ooh, that's a good question. Who wins? The Gold Cup team. Let me, at, let me yeah, yeah, I would say
1: so, but let me look at the Olympic team really quickly because... Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, I, I yeah no. with
0: that Montes defense, they still need... I
1: like, think that. it would be what pretty close. What do you, cl- you guys say? I, I think it would be yeah, pretty I'm close. Yeah, I think I think it'd be pretty close. I think the Gold Cup team would barely like surpass them just because like I mean you would still have Ochoa net for the Olympic team. You have Linus on the wing. Uh you have Vega. Oh man, that was you have Luis Romo too. Oh, I don't know. It'll, it it would be close. It would be close.
2: I think the uh, gold the Gold Cup team would the win cup, the midfield the battle though. They they would yeah. win the midfield battle for sure. I think that would end up end up being crucial. Um also, I guess well, if you have if you have Chuki, if you have a healthy Chuki, I think team. you take. I think you take it. Um, <laughs> but also, I mean, we've we've talked about Tacotito, and you know he's a mercurial player. But you'd have between the two teams, the Gold Cup team has the best attacker.
0: Yeah, no, the Gold Cup team wins. I mean, we'll we'll see. Look at Herrera just going in. Look at that midfield, like well, that. Right. All right, uh, Jaime Acosta has been asking about Luis Romo. So Luis Roman, he's saying, Luis Roman, why do Mexican teams always hold Mexican players back from going to Europe? I guess there was some rumors that that team didn't want to release him. And Jaime is mad, saying that's why we can never take the next step.
1: I mean, there are just several factors uh, that come into play, but it is it's it's like, I don't know, it's like it's obvious that because it's an insular kind of like market for for transfers um, because that like Mexican players and beca- and because Mexican clubs tend to have a lot of money like Mexican clubs tend to value Mexican players yeah. more than what a European club would so that's why you could have a Rodolfo Pizarro going for, for I forget how much in the millions to to Monterrey to to Chivas because that player is worth more within Liga MX and you have teams that could spend more on those players and also you, also you have to think about it too that just um sometimes when those players are getting uh or when there's a lot of huge transfers for these players these players also make decent money too and like it's easy for us to be like oh why does that guy go to europe and it's like i don't know if you were in a Mexican player's shoes and if you're making great money and yes. if you get to chill at, and if you get to like chill like in your country and be a massive celebrity as opposed to probably taking less money playing for a European club and having to fight for your spot I'm not saying that like that I'm not saying that players should be doing that I'm, I'm just saying that, like I, I can kind of understand that a little bit too so it's a little bit more difficult um to sometimes have those players uh go go abroad too so I think sometimes you have to have clubs that are willing, uh, League of Mexico's clubs, that are willing to maybe, I don't get, not get as much money as they they, they thought they would have for some of these players to, to go abroad. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Comes out to money. It, Mexican players are expensive compared you can get three or four players from South America that are equally as good or even better that other teams are going to take a chance on. Um, You know, so, hang saying, right. we So I'm not mad, it's just the week's probably. I
2: also, <laughs> a, a quick point, Cesar Cesar's right on all the points he had. I think a quick thing to add in this particular case is that Cruz Azul are going for a bicampeonato, and they're and they're serious about it. Even though there's not a lot of money there kicking around, they've held on to all their big players. There was interest in, um, from Tigres you. for Orbelin and Rivero. They they managed to hold on to both of them. They actually worked a deal with with Cholos to get Rivero Rivero back, um, and they're, they're, they've re-signed Corona to a new deal. Um, they've re-signed Aguilar. They've they've re-signed a lot of their players who were. Um, who were out there maybe not under contract so they they've maintained the entire title winning team or certainly the the key parts of it the core of it um i think that's that's potentially a factor here but i have heard i was listening to something today saying on on espn i believe it was john sutcliffe um saying that if Cruz Azul get an offer for for romo he's maybe the one who could move but we'd be talking 10 12 million dollars and for for a Hatafé, for a Celta Vigo. I mean, the pandemic is hitting teams in La Liga. Those yeah. are the teams that have been rumored. That's a significant fee. Um, yeah. So uh, that potentially prohibitive, right, for him moving in this window.
0: Yeah. I know, it's like, like yeah. passport, it's another thing.
1: Yeah, right? it's like, that's yeah. also something to keep in mind too,
0: yeah. Yeah, EU passports. Look, why, is, why are you, uh, U.S. players getting to teams and they have the EU passport? Why Mexican's easier to get to Spanish because you can get it, you can go through it, you don't have to be there for the league, so yeah uh no, this is a great question when Jimenez comes back what do you start is it Jimenez at 100% or Jimenez hey this is first time because 100% Jimenez starts if he's at 100% I mean there's no yeah
1: first yeah first they're they're, they're just certain player, yeah probably. they're but just is think yeah
0: is doing well.
1: I don't know there's just certain things that I, th- I think that Raul Jimenez can do that that start,
0: like what was that he did start by the way I actually had to watch his game it was on uh on ESPN in Mexico, and I totally illegally downloaded this. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it, and uh, it's hard watching Jimenez because every touch, I'm like, is that okay? Is he getting yeah. better? Is, I mean, yeah. it's it's such a it's such a you know. I'm glad that he's playing and he's doing well, but um, he got I think 60 minutes. He's heading the ball.
1: I, yeah, I was I it twice. Like I watched it. <laughs> I'm
0: like, uh, I thought he's not supposed to be heading the ball. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, well, but so, yeah what- no.
1: It was interesting. There is actually, I have the quote here. There is a uh, Tim Spears. Uh, he's a writer who uh, writes about like uh, wolves for, for the athletic. And he talked about like Jimenez coming back. Uh, he says that it's still early days, but how good is it to see Jimenez looking like his old self? Some of his movement and link of play is of such a high standard. So it's like kind of cool to see that. Like it kind of he- looks like a, it might look like a little bit of the old Jimenez. Obviously we're going to have to be patient. He's not going to be, that and I think we have to like give him time to really, really readjust to coming back to play because it's been a long time since he's played like a, a competitive match. But at the very least, that seems kind of promising. And going to that back to that question, I, I just think I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Funes Mori. I think he is a deserved starter from Mexico in this in this Gold Cup. But I think if you have Jimenez at 100, yeah. percent you easily start Jimenez. Like a, he, he's he's, he's genuinely a world class player. Like genuinely a world class player.
0: I'll tell you guys right now. I think Funes Mori keeps starting for the whole year. Uh, I don't think Jimenez is going to come back until yeah. until he is at the top of his form with Wolves, um, and having Funes Mori there, uh, I think Tata is like, okay, it's almost you know Jimenez is way better, give me that. But it's going to be a while before Jimenez comes back, so I think he'll be with the, with the team in the qualifiers, but I'm not quite sure he he'll get to start right away unless he's 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 doing what he's doing. So. We will see. Uh, oh, One said, other
2: thing, quickly okay. about Jimenez, too, in terms of bringing him back into into the fold, is the morale boost that that would provide, even if he's not. You yeah, know, you obviously have to be relatively judicious if you're if you're to, You're not going to bring him back for a qualifier or a string of three qualifiers. Now, right? You're going to need the whole squad for those um, international windows, and you wouldn't want to necessarily waste it on a guy who you couldn't actually play. But even if he's just there to sit on the bench for three games, having him back in the squad and actually available to play, I think yeah. would be a huge, yeah. a huge morale boost. I think just the yeah, question I would have with him, obviously at hundred percent, he's he's the man. He's I mean, a lot of why Funes is there is because he's the one who best replicates what Jimenez offers. I think a worry is just the heading, yeah. the wearing that 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 head brace, cassette cover. Is that going to give him the same level of force as his actual forehead would? Mm-hmm. Um, his heading ability was like, one. I mean, he's a very well-rounded player, but his heading ability was an integral part of what made him such a great player. And I think, first of all, getting over the fear or the, you know, the mental block that there could be from the incident itself. And then also now, if he's going to be wearing this head cast for the rest of his career, how is that going to affect his actual heading?
0: It's like a band, right? So it's not well, a band. Band.
2: Yeah. It, yeah. You know. Well, it looks like it does have some cushioning though like exactly. It, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll, we'll have to see, right? Um. Maybe it
0: gives him a better advantage. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> what it, gives it him turns out, just like, guy, like He feels like the ball he's fall down sourcing. on his head. He'll now
2: be he'll now be great with that, but I think yeah. certainly if he comes back to anything approaching 100%, he has to be the starter. Yeah.
0: Um, last question or if you guys will have any last questions here, what percentage of this Gold Cup squad do you see starting in guitar? My is sixty percent of this gold cup roster, forty percent Olympic roster. Let's see. All right, everybody's back. I, th- I think we can formulate a good starting eleven for a World Cup qualifying. Ochoa, so that's already yeah. one out of eleven. <laughs> so that's Olympic. <laughs> the in, in the back, I don't see anybody from the Olympic squad taking. I I think maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm still. Not,
2: not that. Without- Arteaga, Arteaga was gonna be there. Yeah, as I said earlier, I think. That's a good shout at left back, considering I mean Gallardo's now come into the team here for the, you know, the last three matches. But Tata had kind of given him okay. a little bit of a slap on the wrist. He didn't start against he didn't start against Honduras in the the pre Gold Cup friendly. Didn't start against Nigeria. Didn't start in the opener. So I think there's a there's an opening there potentially for Artiaga. Yeah,
0: potential there. Yeah, the mid. a for sure lock.
1: Yeah, I think I think for sure. I think I think if you I don't think
0: Charlie, Charlie's good. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. T- Edson, yeah. Edson, 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 and
2: Hotchouté at- at- T- are for sure set. Yeah. I think those maybe, in fact.
0: Yeah, I don't know if, yeah, don't know if Charlie maybe the
2: two most surefire ones. Right, and then Charlie's gotten a lot of minutes under Tata too. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if Jonah continues what he's shown here um, in his substitute appearances at this tournament, and then on. On Saturday against Honduras, I think he could compete for that position, but I think I almost
0: think like it, it'll be Romo like Romo as well. If Ach-Ach is yeah. out, I think he puts in Charlie almost.
1: Yeah, I think I think there's a good so chance I don't think Charlie, Charlie will go again. in.
0: I, I think if Aceh is out, Charlie's completely in, but if yeah, it's in.
1: And we haven't uh, said anything about Guardado either. I mean, yeah, I mean,
0: where do I, put right now, like, yeah, it's tough because I
1: think if Mexico were to have if everybody was fully fit. Um, and if they were to have a gold cup final tomorrow, I would say it's Edson, Ace, Ache and Guardado. 100, putting in yeah. Guardado. Three months from now, four months from now, I don't know. I, I think it's. Uh, I think sometimes he can go a little missing. Sometimes. Who's, and a that
0: I, gold cup final in the middle then? Uh,
1: the one against uh, from 2000 went. from 2019.
0: Yeah, because uh, Jonah was there. Did he gets subbed in and Guardado. Did he did get, get, get subbed in. Then. That's a Jonah, Jonah got subbed in and scored. Yeah,
1: I don't know. That's a good, and that's if a good question. And was in there too. So yeah.
0: Then... Which is
1: which is why they which is why you would understand why I, uh thought that would would bring him to the current setup too because I mean it doesn't have much time to kind of like reintegrate like some sort of like new player try to teach him a new system. It's just like, "All right, just bring in Pisaro." But I think when you're when you're looking at this best 11 too, I think a defense, I'm I think there's a decent chance Cesar Montes could have a, a starting role, too. Just because I have so many doubts about... the about...
0: you love him since 2013? <laughs> he's, he's a good player. Like oh, he's fantastic. If you, you go, go back and hear Cesar and Cesar Montes, Cesar not Cesar Montes to be like...
1: <laughs> the next Rafa Marquez, yeah. I don't, uh,
2: yeah. I, don't no, I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy to think that, though, because, I mean... Well, well first of all, the correction... So jo- Jonah did start actually in the 2019 Gold Cup final um, Guard- with Guardado and Edson. But yeah. um, on Cesar Montes, I mean, he's had some errors at the Olympics. He's yeah. also had some good moments. But he was getting a look in in October, November during those friendlies. I remember he started against Hall and, and looked really good composed in that game. And I think that's the center back spot. I think Hector Moreno, has, as long, provided he stays healthy and informed with Monterey, I think that he spot, he's got end. pretty much assured. Mm-hmm. But then the the right center back spot, I think, is really up in the air. We've seen it at the Gold Cup. Mm-hmm. Tata doesn't have a real – between Salcedo and Araujo, he doesn't really have a favorite or someone that he feels confident enough to use in every game. Um, I think Montes could could put himself into that discussion. Um, yeah. Certainly with a European move, potentially, or some great form with Monterey, Um, we'll have to see how that transpires.
1: And then right I back, think, Julian Naralco from the Galaxy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I think Salcedo
0: I think, I think is, is going to continue to be the main. I don't know. I right. have, to, have uh, my I doubt. think Tata loves – it's not a preference. I think Tata likes Salcedo. Yeah. That's his guy. And then on the other side, Tecatito's not going anywhere. Chucky's back is not – I mean, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, up up front, it's, Talo, it's easy. Yeah. Up front, it's easy.
0: Or Funes Mori. So I would think Ochoa is the only person. From The other from ones the, from the Olympic team. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> like, know. I, sure. I, I'm yeah. talking about for sure. Yeah, I think there's
1: a chance for Cesar Montes. I think there's a chance for maybe the Charlie qualifier? Rodriguez. I don't know.
2: Cesar don't know. Montes
0: in the qualifier versus the, your first game. Like, you, know, you need experience.
2: I think Charlie. There's a chance too. I mean, Charlie started in the Nations League final.
1: Yeah, I think Charlie's a chance. Then one of
2: preferred players. So I think you know he's he's in kind of a battle with Guardado there. Um guardado's mm-hmm. getting up there in age. I think, you know, if there was an important World right. Cup qualifier tomorrow and Guardado's healthy, maybe. But if we're talking yeah. about Qatar, let's see. Guardado's already, already, I believe he's 34.
0: True. Yeah. 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 he'd yeah. be
2: 35, 36 at that but time. I I think, mean, we'll I think we'll have, have to see what, what kind of shape he's in at that point.
0: I wouldn't think Charlie and Bacheache and Edson would be there. So that's where I was just like, yeah, Charlie would be there if Herrera's out. So out of this 40% Olympic roster, we're gonna go with one. So that's nine percent.
2: <laughs> we'll have to crunch some numbers, <laughs> numbers on that. One other shout. We're also since we're thinking about Qatar, if Linus keeps showing the improvement that he's shown this summer, I think you have to put him in the starting lineup somewhere, right?
0: Starting?
2: Oh, that's tough. I don't I know. know. I think I you know, do. And I and, and, say, and the, the person who asked player. the question maybe techati to it right back. I mean, if Linus if Linus has a breakout season this year with Robetis. Maybe it's something you consider if you're having problems. Yeah, your, your like you, you just
0: have to catito. I mean, as much as I love Linus and I'm like, I'm on the Linus trend since forever, it, it's just the qualifiers are different. They're not gonna let Diego Linus do what Diego yeah. Linus does in Honduras. No, I, don't know. I think Salvador. I'm telling I, you, I, I
1: think you wouldn't do that like against uh. In El Salvador, you wouldn't do that against uh, like a U.S. men's national team, but I think when you, because I've thought about this too before and like, if it is going to be a team that you know is going to be incredibly defensive and they're just going to like put literally like 11 players back then you kind of do think that, alright maybe then that's when you do have a Tecatito like Owen mentioned there and like uh, I forgot who asked the question, we can have him as a right back because he's kind of played in that role for Porto beforehand where when they play up, as, because Porto are also a big team in Portugal, and they have to deal with these like minnows who sit like really far back. And you can have a situation where you have a Linus on the wing, a, a Chuki, and then you have a Tecatito, who's basically a wing back and adding a, more numbers going forward. But but yeah, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Linus or even Tecatito. Maybe he does go
0: to Spurs and maybe he has an incredible, time. Uh, Linus is going to have to wait yeah. for Tecatito to be done to get a starting spot because um, there's no way it'll be, can it be done. And It'll be interesting nonetheless,
2: last
0: yeah. Uh so we'll see. Everybody's asking about CH14. Sorry guys, I I don't see Tichetito's done with the national team. Sorry. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah. It's,
0: it's done. He from what's happened, and Tata and him are not the same. And yeah, I don't I don't necessarily see. Diego's such a creative player. I really think he's a contention for a starting role. Yeah, I think in the future. I think so. But Tecatito's experience, Tekatito, what he's doing, and he's not gonna take Chucky's spot. He's not gonna t- he's not he's not an upfront man. He so, interesting, unless you're playing with some kind of FIFA 4 forwards thing, then you don't need it in the middle, <laughs> maybe. So, we'll see, we'll see. All right, off topic. Oh, and great videos with music. Who's the best hip-hop artist of all time? Oof. I mean, if you don't say Rakim. Well, my, five well, star. my fa-
2: my fa- I'll start with my favorite, this is a little off the beaten path. I really like Scarface. It's from okay. Um, I don't know, the best lyricist i really like andre 3000 andre, dude nice.
0: i've said he's in the top five everyone always clowns on me when when i say under 3000 there was like no i think andre Nas 13, is he's a, also
2: really good Az, yeah. another kind of like off the beaten path just for lyricism he's one of my favorites i also really like in the tupac biggie discussion though you know those two get named a lot I, I don't think tupac is as good a lyricist but i really enjoy listening to tupac there you as go one,
1: what about what about groups though? Because I think uh you're gonna give some some love to a Tribe Called Quest. That's my favorite yeah, that's yeah, For sure. Yeah.
2: For sure. So I what? really like uh, like some East Coast ones like MOP. I like okay. them a lot. Yeah. Gangstar too. I mean Gangstar I consider kind of like it's DJ premiere and guru rapping, but I really like Gangstar a lot too.
0: Cesar, you gotta throw in yours now.
1: Uh so Tribe Called Quest is definitely like up there. And I'm also like a little bit of a like weirdo so I always like gravitated towards de la soul like that was that's definitely kind of my vibe yeah. uh them and a tribe called quest and then I don't know nowadays I don't know I feel so old when it comes to hip-hop because I feel like I'm just about that golden age period but not like not like cheesy like 80s hip-hop because sometimes I can't take like some of that stuff like too seriously but I think like late 80s early 90s hip-hop is probably like my favorite hip hop, and then I don't know. It's it's tough for me to get into new hip hop because once again, I'm getting old. I am definitely getting very I do you really like cardi B though? So that's she's kind of fun to listen hey.
0: to. Dude, dude, most deaf is definitely underrated, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. All right, guys. Uh great, great. Jay, Juan's asking. So you like a little hip hop in there? It's cool, cool. Juan's asking is Vela done now? Yeah, he's done.
1: Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's he's happy just chilling in like Manhattan Beach, and just hanging out like over there in the LA area, and just focusing on LAFC. You know, he's he's quite like content with that situation, and like like Cecharito is just like I don't know, just things haven't gone the way that we thought they would have gone with the national I team, imagine. but also, but like, but also, I feel like it's it's also different. Sometimes I feel like the conversation shouldn't be. Like, why aren't Vela and, like, Chicharito with the national team in it? The question should be, why haven't we produced more players to kind of, uh, like, take over for them so we don't really think have to, like, think about them so much? Like, why don't we have more players going, where like, a Where abroad? would you even
0: put Vela right now?
1: <sighs> ah, he would, oh, man, I, I'd be tempted to start him. You're really going to gonna
0: bench, You're really gonna bench? I would start, uh, I,
1: I would be tempted to, to right now, uh, I would. I think I would start uh, Vela over Tecatito. I think. No, I think it'd be. T- I, I think there would be. A t- okay. I think my. I guess the way I feel about it is it would be tough. Really, really tough decision to figure out whether I'd want to start Vela or Tecatito. I, I think that's I that's where I'm gonna stay. I yeah. don't
0: think Vela. Well, in Tata's system. I don't know. It's gonna be hard. He'd have to yeah. completely redo what he's doing. And it'd I think be, he's. I think Vela is not. In the the system, and that's why I don't think he starts.
1: Okay, okay, Hmm. it'd be a tough one (laughs) there.
0: Uh, somebody asked last question, I know we gotta go. Somebody asked, um, Mexican American right now that you would take or that would do
2: something like that.
0: Over the galaxy, David Ochoa. Somebody was asking, uh, is there anybody out there that we should be looking at for this? Pepe
1: over at FC Dallas
0: scored a a half. Are there the Nationals who who could LTE use more? David Ochoa, Julian Narajo, or Ricardo
2: Pepe? I don't think any of those you'd be looking at for Qatar, certainly, right? I think it would be, you know, you could potentially start bringing them into the fold before Qatar, but I don't think it would be to have them, you know, maybe as the 23rd member of a squad um I don't think you know it would be anyone you'd looking at for you'd be looking at for serious playing time. Yeah. Um, I think they got Efraín Álvarez, right, which I think was the big the big one. Um certainly yeah. like on the on the horizon here, right? And then all these other ones are kind of let's see how this develops if, over the, the next months.
0: If and, only um, like dual nationals stop having the names of other national team players, my brain would not go crazy. <laughs> because David Ochoa, Efraín Araujo, Julian, uh, like I'm just like hold on a second they my my database of friends
1: uh, it took we've talked about how it's it's taken me forever <laughs> to finally say Efrain Albert not Efrain Juarez Wait, like it, Juarez. My brain, it's finally made that switch like
0: does anybody have any of their own names so we can just keep them out it's funny because like, I already go when someone goes yeah and there's another Ochoa too, Sub-17 Ochoa. Yeah, there's
1: a, there's an Ochoa from the Bay Area. I think he's involved with like the earthquake setup or something like that. And he's like another Ochoa.
0: What happened to Jonathan Gonzalez? Yeah, it's uh, tough, uh, but the
1: Monterrey system, yeah. like any, any, yeah. any good player is going to have a difficult time. Where's he at? Uh, you uh, yeah. The only thing that was a little worrisome for me is that he didn't start... Over the weekend for Necaxa, but then again, he just he just he, he? just like went over to the I team. Really he's forgot. got to he's is got he to get with, time. To, yeah,
0: is he back with Mexico? Right? Yeah.
1: What do you mean the Mexico? Yes, like yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, 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 we interviewed. Then we that? like. Yeah, I interviewed
1: him. Like, I don't know if it, know it was Mexico. Soccer. Yeah, I forgot if it was. Yeah, you did soccer. it. You no. did
0: it for I think for you for,
1: for. I and then I yeah, that was when, oh, that's right. That's when like like four interviews came out at once. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. and, and and and, but I'm trying to remember now. You know about Mexicans? I like, get yeah, them. Don't ask me questions about the i my Like, oh. All right, all right, cool, cool. All right, all right, all right. How you much know. do you like
1: the Alianza tournament, Jonathan?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: A <laughs> That's a cool. It was one. actually
0: Alianza who gave us the interview, if I remember.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: All right, yeah. all right, Owen. Uh, what you think, man? Yeah, you stick around to the next, maybe uh, other shows, Mexican soccer show. Yeah. Would you for sure, for you?
2: I'd be happy to. Really enjoy being. Are
0: you wearing a three shirt or is that just a green? I shirt?
2: am. This is it's hey, a cheeky hey, yeah. shirt back when he had the eight. So this is like.
0: Let me see. Which one? Which one?
2: It's like the uh, the the World Cup one. It's like the Osorio regime.
0: Nice. That's it. That's that's nice. It's like silky. Looks good. The green looks good. I'm wearing
1: the Old Navy 2019-2020 green generic (laughs) jersey. Was probably on sale for like three dollars or something. Green jerseys.
0: Last question for everybody. Give me a thumbs up. Green Olympic jersey. You like it or you don't like it?
2: I Like to see them wearing green. It's been yeah. so I've been looking it's
0: weird, right? So it's I been, it's like, been
2: 35 games since the senior side have worn green, I believe.
0: I love so, these hats, by the way. I don't, I don't think, I don't think the design games.
2: in and of itself is nice, but I like to see them wearing green, so that's good.
0: They'll wear green next year. they will be fine.
2: Yeah, that, that's that's what they'll typically do. That's what all that's what they're out. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah, of course, of course. They'll get building up for that.
0: They'll get they'll get there, and we'll buy it, and then you know you still have the ugliest red ever and i bought it so it's a like, blood like orange red yeah
1: i, I told lisa so. i think the, one of our group chats was just like what i like about those olympic jerseys is it looks like they're already kind of look like their knockoff jerseys. so that way when i do get a knockoff like it's it's gonna look kind of legit because you really know how sometimes a lock off, out. like sometimes it's tough to like recreate some of those but with that one it's I was incredible. like dude I'll get a knock, I'm gonna get one for like ten dollars it's gonna be great it's gonna look it's, exactly the
0: same it's already a knockoff because the flag was inverted so <laughs> yeah,
2: <that's right. laughs>
0: yeah 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 <laughs> chicken biscuit is saying I want more stats like this like like shirt one Owen oh, just gave yeah 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 thirty five yeah stats stats we'll see still by far I think the best jersey it's that black one. Yeah, that's a solid gold, one. That that gold one. one. Which for those of you guys that stayed this long, every time I've worn that shirt, Mexico has never lost has not lost. Just FYI.
1: So does that mean you're gonna wear it for the rest of the
0: gold cup? No. No, because because I feel it has a power of like you can't just use it for anything. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, and, and and guess what? Even in the World Cup, I didn't wear it. I'm like, you know what? They're gonna lose. Like against Brazil, I just don't see it. Right. Maybe yeah. it
1: has like a charge, like if you use it like once, that you can't use it like, you, like another like six months or something. It, then, it like,
0: started yeah. from that from the Gold Cup 2011. Okay. And then underneath my uh, shirt, in the Concacaf like um, goal, you know when they went with with uh, the Concacaf um, Confederations game. Yeah. Right? I was wearing it underneath. I was like, okay. I need to win. So okay. that's okay. why I have it exactly. there when we need it in case oh, of emergencies. Columbus? Columbus, when we got our first win in Columbus. Really, yeah, yeah, but I don't use it all the time, so just throwing it out there.
1: You know, we keep saying we keep giving Rafa marcus credit for for that game winner, no. but we should should have been you. We, we should have been, been like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I
0: feel like yeah. <laughs> I don't want to overuse it, so yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> we're gonna find you. So, all right, guys, Owen, thanks again for joining us, Sessa. Always a pleasure. We'll see. Perfect. Um, we should throw in Venmo. So, uh, Throwing your Venmo account, so Cesar stays awake for the uh, for the game on Monday. Alright, now that's seventy two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> can get to one hundred. You can stay awake for the first half.
1: Just could take <laughs> that money and take a nap. And yeah. just like, <laughs> <I'm> just
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Cesar's only fans account is. Alright, <laughs> alright. Oh, and yeah. right, so, thanks again, Cesar, y, uh, thank you, thank you to Amy. Uh, obviously, our producer putting us together, and obviously. Uh, putting in all, you can find us on the Mexican Sox Show on Spotify, the Mexican Sox Show on um, Apple Podcast, and on YouTube. So you can see this, right? Let us know. And, uh, yeah. So we can. Oh, see, they're saying they're going to co- buy you some coffee. So that's what I said. All right. Hasta la próxima. Adios.